Hello, I'm Gemma Cray and I'm here with Roisin Garrity for the Film Ireland uh, podcast. She is the programmer for the Gaze Festival, which is coming up very, very, very soon. And they're celebrating their 25th anniversary, which is, must be very excited. Yeah, we're super excited and we're definitely in the mood for celebrating this mm. year. So lots of exciting things to come in the program. Brilliant. So uh, just tell me how the festival began. Well, the festival began in 1992, so it's nearly as old as me. <laughs> uh, I Probably one of the most interesting bits of information about the festival is that it, it actually began the year before homosexuality was decriminalised in Ireland, which always fascinates um, when I go to festivals abroad and I tell people this, it, it blows their mind a little bit. But it began as a touring programme of the the BFI um, Gay and Lesbian Film Festival. So they they took the touring programme to Ireland. It began as a very small number of films and it's just built every year. And now we're the um, the biggest um, LGBT cultural festival in Ireland outside of, outside of Pride. It's the biggest LGBT event um, in the Republic of Ireland. So we're very, very excited about that. And it's the only dedicated LGBT film festival in Ireland. Fabulous. That's very exciting. Okay, so um, it's now two years on from the referendum and I'm just wondering, has has anything kind of changed? Has the, the narratives changed? Have themes changed since then in, in Irish films? Did you notice? I definitely think so. And every year we have more and more Irish LGBT content being submitted to the festival. And as you probably can see with films like Handsome Devil and Viva and A Day for Mad Mary that have come out in the last couple of years, like the narrative really is changing. I meet previous festival programmers for gays and for other LGBT film festivals all the time. And um, they've been doing this for years and they talk to me like constantly about how the arc of storytelling in LGBT film has really changed. It's constantly progressing. And it's really interesting. It's really interesting to kind of follow that thread. For example, in the in the program this year, we are doing a 25th anniversary screening of The Crying Game. Oh, so good timing yeah it yeah. is we were like we're 25 the grind game is 25 and I, I know that when that film was released you know it wasn't really seen as an lgbt film but at that time in ireland and really all over the world there was not a lot of of lgbt films so we sometimes when we do these kind of retrospective screenings we're sort of skewing the lens yeah. to look back at our history to look back at the filmic history of of LGBT representation on screen in, in Ireland and in the wider film landscape. So I think it's really interesting to, to screen a film like that. We, we actually did a screening of Neil Jordan's uh, Breakfast on Pluto a couple of years ago to celebrate the 10th anniversary. So yeah. it's very interesting that he, he has these queer characters in his films. Like yeah. he was clearly ahead of the curve. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. Yeah, especially with the tea. That's brilliant to be yeah, celebrating. Exactly. And, and it's just really... Yeah, it's amazing to look back yeah. on things now. And it's yeah, and it's amazing to look at, at those films in a different way, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So um tell me just a little bit before you get into what you're screening is where do you find what you screen? There are a few different ways that I find uh, films. Every year we go to the Berlinale, um, the Berlin Film Festival, and they have dedicated LGBT film section It's um, that competes for the Teddy Award. It's, it's huge. It's been going on. I think it celebrated about its 40th anniversary or thereabouts. I'm not exactly yes. sure exactly when it started, but um, it's huge. So it's it's really the biggest LGBT film prize in the world, I would say. So every year that's usually my our first port of call and 
end up programming quite a bit of content from there and also the BFI Flare Festival in London, which takes place every March. So those are two of the biggest LGBT film festivals in the world. But aside from that, we, you know, there's a lot of uh, film distributors that specialize in, in that, in queer content. And then we obviously have an open submission. So we get a lot of amazing content that way, particularly short film. And I was going to say, you're having a British LGBT, uh, film focus this year yeah yes. so we're I'm we're doing the British LGBT film focus uh, in association with the British Council this year we're delighted to be partnering with them and that came about because um, the UK are celebrating their 50th anniversary of decriminalization of homosexuality this year we were really so. behind weren't we <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 26 years behind <laughs> them so um they're celebrating that this year and I, I just for there are a few different reasons that that I wanted to to do this British focus like aside from decriminalization and celebrating that aspect of things before in a, they have to get their visas next year to come over yeah here, so exactly yeah it was kind of uh, yeah. I know everybody is so sick of talking about Brexit but for me I it, it felt quite important just to strengthen those cultural ties with you know our closest neighbours and Gays uh, is part of the Queer Film Network in the UK, which this is, is this amazing network of, of queer film programmers. And we, we meet twice a year and we discuss film programming and, and we do uh, touring programs. So it seemed, it seemed like a, a really great idea to get them involved in Gays this year and celebrate the work that they've been doing over the past two years. The, the Queer Film Network started two years ago and they're actually having their uh, biannual meeting at Gays this year. We're the only Irish, well, um, Outburst Queer Arts Festival in Belfast and Gays are the only two Irish uh, members of the Queer Film Network. So we're getting all of these amazing programmers from the UK that are coming to the festival and we're we're having our, our meeting and we get to discuss lots, all things queer film programming for two okay. days over the festival weekend. Obviously, um, with the the 50th year of decriminalization in in Britain there are a lot of different films that are that are, co- that are coming out of the UK um, for example um, there's a film called Against the Law which is directed by an Irish director called Fergus O'Brien which will be screening at Gaze um, it's a BBC period piece it's beautiful docudrama about the man who who spearheaded decriminalization in the UK so we're screening that film at the festival Fergus O'Brien the director who's Irish will attend the festival and another great film that we're screening is called Queerama and it's an archival film which looks at it has taken film archive representations of LGBT people uh, from I think like the early 1900s right through to today so it takes every single de- decade. It's a beautiful archival piece with an amazing score. It's it the score is all um it's music by John Grant and Gorgeous. Gold Frapp and Hercules and Love Affair. And it's I I've like I've only seen it on the small screen so far and I can't wait to go back and watch it on the big screen. And then also thematically linked to the queering in the years. Yes, exactly. That's very exciting as well. Yeah, so we're we're running an exhibition um this year called Queering. I love the title. I adored it. I didn't even have to look my notes. Um it's actually it's it's based on the PhD of um Maynooth University um uh student lecturer and student named Porrick Kerrigan who approached us with this idea. And he has been, uh, for the past four years, researching, again, similarly, representations of LGBT people in the Irish media since 
the 1970s. So I suppose pre-1970s, there weren't really any mentions of of gay people in the, the, in the Irish media. Just the confirmed bachelor and that's it. Exactly. <laughs> so then in the 1970s, yeah. it was, I think that's when, you know, the Late Late Show started maybe talking codedly mm-hmm. <laughs> about gay people in Ireland. And then the 1980s, there was some progression. So we're running an exhibition um, that that exhibition at the festival it was, it's taking place over the whole weekend it'll be on the lower ground fo- floor of the lighthouse cinema and then our yesterday's program this year which is um, a program we do every year in association with the the broadcasting authority of ireland it's a free program and every year it looks at lgbt history in ireland uh last year we we did um, a program on roger casement uh to do with the 1916 celebrations and the centenary and this year we're basing that on the queering in the years exhibition which seemed very appropriate for us <laughs> and I did want to mention as well and uh, I know we have a film-based short Lily screening so it's our yes. film-based masters and Graham Cantwell yes. so we're very excited to see that in there too we're really Yay. excited too it's such a great film and it's such an important film mm. and we're delighted to have it be you know it's it's done so well and it's so great to have an award-winning Irish short film screen at our festival. Fabulous. Well, you have a great looking shorts program. Yeah, and every year it feels like the the Irish shorts get better and better. When I first began the job three years ago, I was a little bit worried because I was like, are we going to be able to get enough Irish LGBT short film content to fill, you know, a 70 or 80 minute program? And it's never been a problem. And and actually, for the last two years, we have been... uh, sending our Irish shorts programs um, abroad we run a gaze on tour program so we send the Irish shorts abroad and regionally around Ireland so we've had lots of amazing screenings we we did an Irish LGBT focus um, film focus in uh, Montreal or last year we just did one uh, with some Irish LGBT shorts in Bristol um, in Boston earlier this year Brilliant. so it's really exciting to be able to screen that content and it's such strong content like thematically but also the production value is it keeps getting better so I'm thrilled this year's program is as good if not better than the last couple of years so we're we're, we're just delighted to be able it, it really is the centerpiece of gays for me it's one oh, of the most brilliant. important screenings at the festival. Well, in film is we do love our shorts, yes. so we're thrilled to hear that. Um, okay, so we also have the 34th, which is a fabulous uh, Irish documentary screening, and that's your opening film on Thursday the 3rd at 7pm. So tell us a little bit about that, because that looks very interesting. Yeah, so the 34th is a film by uh, Linda Cullen and Vanessa Gilday from um, Coco Television. And they've they commissioned this... This is what I love most about this film, is they... They just decided they were making it. It it wasn't, you know, they decided this is such an important, like, it's so important for posterity to record in as a feature documentary what happened. Not just around the the marriage equality referendum in 2015, but in the lead up. So this, this film begins, like, in the early 2000s, I think, around 2000 and... 2004 is when the the roots of that campaign started and it follows it right through to the referendum so we're having the world premiere of that film and we really we we see big things for it because it it really is the kind of film it's such a celebration and I think it's it's going to go down really well for the home audience but I think that it's the kind of film that Will will travel really well 
and it'll just it will show how far Ireland has come in such a short period of time. When I present gays um, and when, when we present gays at festivals abroad, people's minds are, are kind of... But because a lot of people do still see Ireland as a very conservative country. And in some ways we still are. And in some ways we still are. But I like to but spin we, it in a positive sense. I yes. feel like Ireland has come so far in such a short period of time. And I really think that that's something worth celebrating. Definitely. And that's what we try and do with gays. And that's fabulous. I'm very excited, actually, because this definitely looks like something. I think also it's so inspirational and positive. At the moment, politics can worldwide seem a little bit scary and having yeah. something that's like, here's some of the good stuff that's happening, yeah. people. Um, and actually, so you watch films from all over the world consistently. And um, is there anything you notice thematically jumping out at you from different regions, like, or anything that's shifting? Um. Well... Something that I'm noticing is the progression in trans content and, and, and feature film. There is a lot a lot of documentaries with more like documentaries. It's still a bit more difficult to find um, live action film with transgender characters um, as the main protagonist. But there are a lot of incredible coming out stories about trans characters and they're developing all the time I've even noticed this is my third year program in gays and those stories are becoming stronger and stronger and they're coming out of of countries that maybe would not be considered as progressive as as well here in Ireland I know as we just said we've come a long way we still have a long way to go but um that's that's something that I've noticed a trend in just that there is more trans content coming out and it's amazing to see because we want more of that actually to go back to the Irish shorts we have a fantastic Irish short film that looks at transgender representation called Tuesday Night by from Pondering Media which is screening in our Irish shorts program we're very excited about that and what would be your um personal picks for the upcoming films what would be your personal favorites I know you Um, can pick your babies but just maybe that you'd recommend to people I am absolutely thrilled that we'll be screening the film God's Own Country as our closing night film this year. Um, I saw it at the Berlin Film Festival in February and it's incredible. It's screened at Sundance, it's screened um, in Berlin, it just screened at the Edinburgh Film Festival. I went to see it for a second time just because I loved it so much. Brilliant. It's really, really brilliant. And it, it's uh, also a British film, so it ties in with our British focus. And um, the director, Francis Lee, it's his debut feature it's getting a lot of attention. It's really getting a lot of very positive critical attention. It's being released um, at the beginning of September. So we're screening the film just a month in advance of its release. Um, and it'll be released here in Dublin, I think. So that film, I can't wait to see. Some people have been describing it as the English Brokeback Mountain set in the in the North English Moors. Um, that's probably a little bit too general it's a very different film it's probably a, uh it's more to me it's more uplifting than Brokeback Mountain <laughs> that was very depressing but um depressing. yeah um it's excellent it's romantic it's very it's a great character study it's to me it's just a really beautiful film I love films that just kind of like hit you in the heart I I just I get you know Obviously, I, uh, programming is my job. And so a film that can really, that gets me very emotional yes. and that re- like really, you know, hits me in the gut. That, those are the kind of films that I love. So 
and that really did that for me this year so God's own country definitely and get your tickets soon because it's gonna sell out so that's it everyone has to book God's own country the 34th Irish shorts of course yes all the shorts yes and actually give a special mention to some good uh, foreign language films um the wound is a, a brilliant south african film that's screening um axolotl overkill um is a german film from female director in germany based on her own novel uh, she's brilliant. i don't even think she's 30 yet and she has created this terrible. like masterwork <laughs> And what's it about? It is about a young girl in Berlin. It's a coming of age film about a character who uh, it's described as she looks 13 and she acts like she's 35, like just kind of a wild romp through Berlin. (laughs) It's excellent. And if you've been to Berlin, it's definitely one to see. If you've been to Berlin and you love Berlin, definitely go to see this film. Obviously, Tom Tom of Finland is a huge one film for us this year, which is uh, about the, the cult artist Tom of Finland. Uh, this film has been in the works for a long time and every year when I start programming gays I, I think is Tom of Finland ready yet? And finally we have uh, the Irish premiere of that film uh, which is going to be huge I think it's uh, Saturday night so it's centrepiece of the festival. Tomcat uh, is a fantastic Austrian film that we're screening this year in association with the Austrian Embassy. Dreamboat is a fanta- is, is a really brilliant documentary about uh, a gay cruise ship which on the surface seems like you know it really the film is I went when I went to see it I was like oh this is just going to be you know a wild uh, reality show on a on a on a cruise ship it's nothing like that it's a really beautiful film that follows three um gay men one from Poland one from Palestine and one from India um living in the Middle East and it's their stories. The film is a lot to do with gay identity, issues surrounding um, gay identity and coming to terms with your sexuality, especially with characters like that that have come from more conservative countries, especially, you know, Palestine and India, those characters. And the, the characters are so warm and they're so easy to relate to. And it's just, it's a really brilliant film. And the filmmaker um, will be in attendance. And, and that brilliant. film we're presenting in association with the Goethe Institute, Brilliant. So um, we're very excited about that. That's Friday Night of Gays would be another very popular one. So get Excellent. your tickets in advance. And then drinks after in the lighthouse. Yes. The lovely bar down there. <laughs> <laughs> another special program that we're presenting with the Queer Film Network that I mentioned earlier um, is we are screening a film called Don't Look at Me That Way. Another German film. We've quite a, a strand of German film I, this I was year. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say that. Um, fabulous German. A lot of a great German film this year. So we're... Um, we're screening this film, uh, Don't Look At Me That Way, and we are presenting a panel called Looking Awry, um, which it looks at representations of bisexual characters in film, which is something, you know, we're an LGBT film festival, yeah. but it's not that often that the bee gets a look in. So this year we're presenting um, a film called Don't Look At Me That Way, as well as a discussion with a film academic academic named uh, Jacob Engelberg from Eyes Wide Open Cinema. Uh, it's a queer uh, cinema program in Brighton in the UK. And he is uh, presenting a talk called Looking Awry, which looks at a kind of dissects bisexual representation in cinema. It's going to be 
incredibly interesting because I feel like bisexuals are often misunderstood in cinema and um, so that's definitely not one to miss it's on screen it's on the Saturday afternoon of gays it's the first program of the day and Don't Look At Me That Way is an excellent film and Jacob is a fantastic speaker and he's very eloquent and he's very knowledgeable about bisexual cinema he wrote his master's thesis on this exact subject so that's probably going to be a highlight for me this year Another highlight of the festival this year for me is the um, Flare Tactics program, which is about basically looks at um, filmmaking and activism. So Brilliant. I think that's something that's I know you mentioned before that, you know, gays is a celebration this year and, and, and it's all about positivity. But, you know, the current political climate climate in the world is terrifying, is terrifying and difficult. And we want to look at positive ways that we can make change as filmmakers, as film goers, as film consumers. So um, we're presenting this uh, panel called Flare Tactics. It's, it's a screening of activist film and then a panel discussion around that idea, around of the idea of creative media making and activism, uh, around, you know, from using your mobile phone to... Um, uh, to, you know, uh, early activist film. So we... we um, like, we're looking at it through... We're looking at this, you know, and using LGBT film and, and LGBT activism as like a, a jumping off point. Yeah. But we want to look at all activism as well. So we've an amazing um, group of panelists that are that are um, going to be uh, speaking on the day. Um, we're presenting it um, in association with um, GCN uh, Town Hall Talks, uh, Gay Community News. Um, so the editor of GCN, uh, Brian Finnegan, will be taking part in the panel discussion. Um, Paul Rowley, uh, who is an Irish filmmaker, um, he's based in New York, um, but he's chairing the discussion and he, he's an incredible back catalogue of documentary. Um, he made the film Sea View a number of years ago, uh, with still films, uh, which was, looks at, um, asylum seekers under direct provision in Ireland. Excellent. It's probably one of my favorite Irish documentaries. Um, so he is going to chair the discussion. He's in, he lives in New York, so he's involved um, with an organization called Gays Against Guns, and he uh, he actually makes a lot of their of their video work. So we will be presenting um, a film from Gays Against Guns. Uh, we have uh, Ruth McCarthy, who is the um, director of Outburst Queer Arts Festival in Belfast. She is an incredible, articulate woman who. Um, always has uh, very insight, very in interesting insights, and she's an activist herself. And obviously, um, gays, you know, we we want to uh, encompass Northern Ireland uh, within within um, the themes of, of the festival. So we try to get outburst involved as much as we can with the festival every year. And you know, Brilliant. there's a lot happening politically in Northern Ireland at the moment. Definitely. And marriage equality is 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 high on the, the agenda. And so uh being able to discuss um marriage equality in Northern Ireland would be very interesting for us. And we also have uh, Dr. Um, Monica Pearl who uh is a professor in um Manchester, who was actually a, an original member of ACT UP in, in, wow. in New York. So she is coming and she's going to speak about her experiences um, uh, being involved with ACT UP in the 80s and 90s. Um, and she's presenting um, a film 
an excerpt from a film about ACT UP. So there's a lot happening with that. But but what we really want with this panel discussion is we want it to be um, incredibly interactive with the audience. We Sounds want like you could sit down and listen to them for days. I know, so I know. much experience there. I, yeah, I think it's going to be tough to keep that within two hours. Yeah. So um, I think that for me, I think that's probably one of the most interesting things that will be happening against. It's happening on the Monday more, uh, Monday at 1.30. So it'll be worth getting out of bed f- with a hangover <laughs> to, to come to the, the lighthouse yes. um, and to discuss. Uh, it, we also will be discussing a lot of um, the, the term intersectionality is being bandied about a lot these days. And we want to discuss that term with relation to film and activism and how different activist groups can come together to make change. And then as well, is there any kind of filmmakers coming over to promote their work that you'd like to give a shout out to? Yes. So um, a lot of British filmmakers this year. So as I mentioned, Fergus O'Brien, who is an Irish filmmaker um, based in the UK, he's coming to Gaze to present Against the Law, which is the docudrama about uh, decriminalisation of homosexuality in the UK. Daisy Asquith, who is an award winning, uh, she's a British filmmaker, but she has a very strong Irish heritage. Actually, her last film was called After the Dance and it explored her family history in the West of Ireland. Um, So she's presenting uh, her newest film, Queerama, that I mentioned, which is the archival piece about LGBT representation in cinema from the early 1900s right through to to the the 90s and today. The filmmaker Tristan Ferland Maluski will be coming to gaze as well to present his documentary Dreamboat. Gary Love, who is the director of the film The Dark Mile, another British film, will be uh, coming to gaze on on Friday the 4th to present that film. And then we have a lot of programmers attending the festival this year that we're very excited about. No pressure. No pressure. Obviously, we want to showcase Irish film to them, so... We are absolutely thrilled to have them and I'll be pushing them all in the door to the Irish shorts. <laughs> but listen, thank you so much for talking to us. Now, everyone, there's too much to choose from. I'd say you have to get the full ticket. Yeah, I feel, I think, I feel I think that think we didn't even now. cover a quarter of the programme there, but I suppose it's too much to, to uh, discuss everything. But our entire programme is available at www.gaze.ie. Dot ie our full program is online tickets are available online um and through the lighthouse cinema box office so i would strongly suggest uh buying your tickets in advance because tickets are flying out the door well thank you so much no excellent problem. and we're done